This podcast is brought to you by Colonial Brewing Co., the legendary beer company brewed right here in Port Melbourne or in Margaret River. The yeah. best brewery in Australia, mate. 100%. Without yep. even a doubt. Unbiased opinion. Biased and unbiased. <laughs> I don't care. Um, we've got a whole new uh, wall of them sitting next to me right yes. now. Yes. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast and enjoy this one on them. For those of you who may not know, it's pros and cons time. <laughs> Mr. Smith? Hey, who's that? David Zakopakarakis. Wrong. How the bloody hell do you say that? Zakopakarakis! Pros and cons. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of the Pros and the Cons. We've started out hot, David. We we have, yes. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Good. We've got our guest in studio today from the beginning of our podcast because it's a special ep today. We want to welcome Ryan Shotton to the podcast, mate. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Melbourne Victory uh, star, just recently started. Yeah, you could playing. say star, but I'm not sure at the moment. <laughs> I'll say star. I'll go to the, to the games and I'll say star. But you only recently just came... As of a couple of months ago, wasn't it? Yes, um, joined in January. Um, yeah, after quarantine and, and all of that, and literally chucked straight in as soon as I could. Really, yeah. <laughs> how yeah. was that journey coming so quickly straight in from from the UK, straight into Melbourne, and then yeah, obviously playing in a season which is, hasn't been that great so far. But yeah, just talk us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, I mean, back in England, it was it was one of them where the season had started back in August and. I'd not really fancied anything and nothing had come up that I really wanted to to get my you know my whole heart and soul into so I just waited and waited and got a phone call and I'd, I'd had interest from different countries and this and that and I, I said no nah, listen you're wasting my time so I said to the gentleman that got in touch he went right I've got Australia I went no disrespect <laughs> I've had a lot of people wasting my time I said go and get something and then come back to us and then we'll talk. Yep. Within 24 hours, he's like, right, I've got Grant Brebner. I've got Drew on the phone. They want to take you to Melbourne Victory. I went, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to tell me anything else. I'm coming. So why Australia? How, what was the calling card? Was it just because the, the team wanted you to come here or was it? did you look at an opportunity to get overseas and play something different? It was It was the team that, yep. that first sold it to me. Um, I knew um, three of the lads that, signed as well the two british lads and rudy gestead i'd played with all three of them yep. so that would have helped you know settle in um but yeah i was told that you know we were going to be competing and we've got a good squad which we have yep it just hasn't come together that's the that's yes. the only issue at the moment yes so you come december december last year 2020 december 2020 you came to yeah Melbourne? I, I landed in sydney um for christmas wow um, so yeah. Like that's mid-COVID, yeah. traveling like alone is weird, let alone moving, I guess, picking up your whole family, moving here. Yes, what, wife so, and two children. That's obviously a big move to make. What how did? What was your feeling around doing that in that period of time? Um, it was something that we just said, right, well, I said to the wife, right, you don't have to come. You know, she'd just started up a business during lockdown and it was going well. Um, children weren't in school, so it wasn't really an issue for them. It was a matter of, do you want to come or not? I said, it's the other side of the world. It's six months. I'd love you to come. She went, yeah, I'll come. And then it was a matter of getting everything Christmas and New Year. We knew we were going to be in quarantine over New Year and Christmas. So we, we just packed, we must have had eight suitcases 
full of <laughs> presents and clothes and stuff for the kids and we just went right let's go we're we're pretty laid-back family so we just went you know what let's roll with it and see what happens it's nothing that you have to get worked up about and and stuff like that so i just went you know what let's do it let's try it yep yep well, one of the reasons we've got you on straight away in the in the pod no intro for yes. us just straight no, in straight is in. because we've organized uh an episode with the creative entourage doug ellen who's going to zoom in at uh at in the next couple of minutes yep. in fact i think he's Hopefully. already waiting um <laughs> and and funnily enough he's we've had doug on before and uh, you you're an entourage fan massive yeah <laughs> yes. awesome so melbourne victory connection being yep. uh that he doug after he after we had him on the podcast not yes. long after started a podcast with uh with with kevin Connolly, kevin dylan yep. who play ian drama on the show yes. called victory the podcast yep victory melbourne victory yeah so there's a little connection there so we thought it'd be a funny little connection and to come on and 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 i guess surprise him funny thing is i don't think he knows it's it's us that's going to be on Again. and i think they said to us <laughs> well i think they said oh he love it he's going to surprise We'll surprise him. He'll love to see you guys. I'm like, I don't think he's going to know who the fuck we are. Do you reckon he remembers? <laughs> us? I, well, this is, a, this is going to be that text him on Instagram last night. Can't wait to speak to him. I was hoping they would have. So we're, we're setting up in the next couple of minutes to get yep. Doug on. Um, so the guys are going crazy in the background getting it all set up. So we're going to chat to him about he's got a new show coming out um, that he's writing with uh, Thierry Henry. Yep. So and it's a, a show about I guess his career um, or his life going into playing football. Uh, I don't we'll really know. We'll have to ask Doug. But I think there's I think there's a lot of relevance, obviously. <laughs> so um, I think it'd be worth having a chat before while the guys are sorting the the screens out. Tell us a little bit. Have you have you gone to any? Have you seen any footy yet? Any? No. AFL. No, unfortunately, I haven't. We're gonna have to get him to. We're gonna have to get him to a game. Yeah. Um, did you know about it before you came down to Australia? We knew that was there was Aussie rules. It was called, and we didn't really know any, anything about it. I've tried and tried to get into it. It just looks like absolute chaos at the minute. <laughs> it's like right, <laughs> off you go, catch the ball and, yeah. <laughs> and get it in. That's so. the one thing everyone says that it's chaotic, but yeah. it's it's organised chaos. Yeah, there's, I can imagine you. Yeah. <laughs> you'll know more than me. Yeah, there's structure to it, but yeah, we we'll have to get you to game. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, at some stage. All right, um, are we getting on? We're going to pause for a minute and when, okay. we, when we come back for the listeners, we'll have Doug on. What's happening, guys? Doug, now, are we recording, guys? <laughs> All right, we're on. Now, we were told we're the surprise for you and now we've both said, I don't know if Doug's going to remember who the fuck we are. <laughs> so we had you on last yeah. year during COVID the Australian, yeah, yeah, good. good. Okay. How, how, <laughs> old go. you, how old do you think I am? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, like a year ago during COVID, we're in we're in Zach's theater room, yep. and and it was mid COVID, and I don't know, it was like what forty five minutes and a year ago. So who knows you, what you remember? Huh? You guys were were like my first podcast. Yeah, we, we were. Actually, we, we, I mean, I bar- I barely started mine, right? I mean, I don't even know if I did yet. No, you, you hadn't, and I wanna I wanna. We we're going to put our hands up and say that we we hope we we pushed you along into doing, into doing it. <laughs> you did. You definitely helped. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I never thought about it a couple of years ago. So, and since then, yeah. now you've been on Australian TV and you've been everywhere. So we'll, we'll take the credit for that too. Take it all. Yeah, just keep <laughs> spreading the word. You know. <laughs> now, Doug, we've got a special guest on our show as well. He's coming in to co-host uh, Ryan Shotton. He plays for the Melbourne Victory uh, nice. in, in the A League. He also. 
is from the UK, um, has a, a big football background in the UK and, and there's obviously a lot of connections to talk about because you have day ones that you're working on with Thierry Henry at the moment and yeah. you know, we, we have a, a soccer superstar here who's played in how many teams you play for, Ryan? Um, four back in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, it was... Good time, good time. Nice, I bet. I bet it was. <laughs> so, how are you guys doing? What's good? Is it lockdowns over? Everybody's good, or what? Oh yeah, we're uh, we're pretty COVID free at the moment, which is uh, which is good in the whole country. Few nice. little snap lockdowns here and there, but mostly it's uh, it's free. So we're we're now in a studio here, as you can see, we're properly set up here. Um, not yeah, not at my home, which we which we yeah. were, but uh, yeah, pretty good. How are you going over there? You know, I mean, I'm, I got my first shot a week ago. Yep. I mean, Cal, the California numbers are really low. Um, but, you know, there's some other states that are bad. And then I guess this vaccine, they're just not going to keep giving people, I guess, for a little bit, the Johnson Johnson. So I, I don't know. It's uh, We're better than most places, though. Europe seems to be a mess, it seems. so. Yes, yes. But at least with your podcast, you're shooting at the studio, aren't you? You're getting out of the house and... That's the only the that. only time, and I play pickleball and I do the podcast. That's it. I mean, it's the only time <laughs> I leave the house. But now I'm I'm a week two weeks away from getting the second shot, so I'm I'm ready for that. You know what's funny as well, Doug? We I listened back uh, to the episode we had you on um, yesterday just to get, catch up and see what I missed because I probably missed asking a million questions back then. <laughs> and uh, and I you actually said that you'd shaved for the first time because you had a pitch the following Thursday. Right, and and my question is, was it the pitch for for this show you're doing day one? I'm sure it's the only show I've really been working on. So yeah, you know, um, I'm trying to remember timelines. It's amazing. It's actually depressing to think it's like a year ago because I yeah. thought we were going to be shooting already. But um, yeah, we got Matthew Vaughn supposed to direct the pilot, who did uh, Kingsman and produced Snatch and Layer Cake and stuff. And uh, and yeah, we got a Zoom next week with Thierry and Matthew to, to kind of figure out where we are because we've kind of been in a holding pattern, you know, with everything frozen. So, um, you know, we were in the, we were starting to cast and get into everything and then we kind of just uh, put everything on pause. So I think we're one of the only countries that is really easy to shoot and everyone's moved here from L.A. and is shooting all the movies here in, in Sydney and, and in Melbourne at the moment because we're uh, we're pretty much COVID free here. Well, I don't know if I told you, I, I've been trying to get there. I'm not joking for 40 years. Maybe I told you on the last <laughs> yeah, podcast, yeah. but you yeah. know, my bro, my brother lived there for two years for whatever reason. I've got a lot of good friends here from Australia. It has always been this place. And, and right before COVID, I was going to come. I wanted to see the Australian open, uh, which my buddy was playing in and, and it didn't happen. So, well, we got, so, so are you a, are you a big, uh, football fan? Uh, and and also like it's a different world in the UK as Ryan knows like being in that hub and what Thierry went through to, to go through because I'm assuming the show is going to be loosely based on what he went through is yeah right? yeah I mean I, I'm, I'm a fan I'm learning you know yeah. as, as quickly as I can you know but uh you know eight years ago whatever it was Thierry was in uh, the Entourage movie and uh you know him and his manager who's my buddy Darren Dean were were like you got to do something set in the world of premier football there's nothing like it and you know i definitely took my time and then ted lasso came on which is a, definitely a different tone than what we're going for but a good show but uh you know i've i've looked into it and i have some friends uh in the world and um i'm excited about it now you know i think uh it really is the the fandom is so 
fucking crazy. And uh, it's nothing like we see in United States sports or even close, you know, so um, it, it could be a lot of fun. Well, we got Ryan here, so if you have any questions for him, he's uh, he's lived it as well, right? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I don't know what questions I have off the top of my head, but all of it is, you know, what we want to deal with. We want to do deal with more serious stuff. You know, some of the stuff Thierry's gone through with the racism that goes on in there, which, you know, in the U.S., as bad as the fucking world is right now, I mean, if you did some of the stuff that goes on in, in football stadiums here, you know, your life would be over. That would be the end of your career and that would be the end of your, you know, yeah. everything. But so to to hear some of the stuff Thierry went through and still this show is going to be lean towards comedy. But we want to get into some of the realities of, of those situations and what it's like um you know, for players of color to go into some of these places and deal with this stuff. So I think it'll, it'll all be, it'll all be cool, you know, but um, I'm sure you got a lot of stuff that you can talk about uh, with all of that stuff. But as we get further along, um, you know, our first thing is I got to find the guy, you know, we started casting and like when I cast Entourage, casting uh, a young Thierry is not easy. You know, someone who, can play and act and look good at the same time is not easy. So, did, hey, Ryan, did you like obviously speaking about that? And Thierry's got, I think he came out a couple, was it a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, saying that he's not going to get back on social until there's accountability for racism. Um, is that, have you obviously you've lived that, uh, yes, that over massively. there? Um, it's very relevant at the minute as well. Um, I remember a case I was, you, you're so right, Doug, that the accountability that people have just because they're in a stand and they can shout whatever they want at you and then leave and think it's okay and then get on the social media and send you whatever. They, it just it blows my mind that nobody really pushes to do anything about it. Mm. There was a case I, I got monkey chants sent behind me. I was taking a throw and monkey chants behind me and the, the actual referee noticed it because I heard it. I thought, well, they're not going to do anything. So I didn't even report it. The referee came to, up to me after the end of the game and he went, did you hear them chants? I went, yeah, yeah. What, what do you want me to do about it? Because you're not going to do anything. The police can do what they want, but they're never going to do anything. And I. And what? I, and what country is that? This was in the UK. It's it's on. It, I mean, it's honestly. When I saw some of that stuff, I I, I could not believe it. Yeah. I, I really couldn't. It's uh, you know, it's um, and the teams here, you know, which listen, this country's fucked, as you guys all know what's going on here. <laughs> But the sports leagues have certainly gotten behind the fact that this stuff is not tolerated. I mean, you're not walking into a stadium and yelling racist shit at anybody. Or you'll never walk into that stadium again. So at least that's that's one good place that's kind of safe. But it's just it's, you know, obviously we know it's just it's crazy and sad that this stuff still goes on, you know, and and, and when they're looking, you know, when you're you're thinking these people are fans of the sport and the greatest athletes in the world and that they act like that. It's, you know, it's, it's unfucking real, but so, and again, I don't even want to get too serious because the show's going to be light and fun, mm. but we are going to get a little deeper than, than maybe entourage did with some of that stuff because Thierry's experiences, you know, um, deal with a lot of that. So. Yeah. So I was just about to ask that. So it will be a lighthearted comedic show, but you do want to touch on the human connection with that with that racism side of, of football and <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah. Just show that connection with people and how, what actually happens in that space. Yeah. Well, I just think the, you know, football, 
you know, over there is, I mean, the fans are fucking crazy. I mean, and, <laughs> you know, here, yeah, of course, like you have a bad game, bad things happen. But, you know, Terry was telling me stories about, you know, they show up at your house when you have a bad game and, you know, they'll <laughs> they'll threaten you. And obviously, you know, I watched the two Escobars, which I know that was Columbia, but to see like a player get killed, whether it was directly related to the game or not, it certainly seemed like it was. Um, you know, it's, it's scary. And, and, you know, I think the football fans, those, you know, the working class fans, they, they invest so much of their lives into it. And, um, I think they express a lot of their, their angers that happen in their own lives and they bring them onto the field, which, which sucks because sports is supposed to be this kind of refuge from all the, the garbage that's going on in your life. And, but at the same time, what's happening here now is all the athletes are really, Speaking out where for a long time, you know, people criticize someone like Michael Jordan that he didn't really get involved in that stuff. And he does have this platform. And now these guys platforms enormous. And I don't think I don't think they can ignore it, you know. Yep, definitely. Um, let's talk about the show a little bit. So you're having a Zoom meeting next week. Filming's been on, on hold. Uh, do you have any idea of any timelines of when production might start and then, yeah, hopefully when we can see it on our screens. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. I mean, I thought we were going to be shooting already, but by the way, we haven't, we haven't casted. It was, you know, like I said, it was tricky. You know, I was excited to start getting going casting. And then when you try to find that guy, I forgot, you know, people don't realize how hard it was to find Vince, like to find yeah. a guy that feels like a movie star that isn't a movie star. And a lot of people underrated how good Adrian was at, at cause you know, especially when the show first started, People thought it was a documentary. They're like, who is this guy? Why have I never seen him before? And, and who are these friends of his, you know? And um, that's the kind of vibe that I want. And, you know, we've all seen those those sports movies and shows where people look like they've never, you know, been on a field before. It's important to us that we really make it authentic as, as possible. And, you know, like I did with Hollywood and Entourage, I really want to dive into the Premier League. So I've got, you know... Um, Thierry's manager who's been around the sport and his father was, I don't know if he owned Arsenal or whatever, but he was a big person in the sport forever. And, uh, you know, I've really am diving into understanding it. So. Yeah. It's awesome. Do you, do you, uh, let's talk about entourage really quickly. The podcast, the victory, the podcast, yeah. um, you, all three of us are big fans of that, by the way, Obviously, yeah. we're, we're all up to date listening every yeah. week. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. I appreciate uh, it. Tomorrow's yeah. going to be good. Tomorrow we got Charlie Sheen. Oh, and back again, yeah. We've got two of the biggest TikTok stars in the world who are taking over the world. And them explaining to Charlie what it is that they do and the confusion on Charlie <laughs> Sheen's face trying to comprehend what the hell is happening is, is pretty wild. Well, we, we, uh, we, we were talking about Charlie Sheen episode the other day. Like, that was an amazing episode. We, we were... The Mighty Ducks uh, was um, is, is the new show has been released on yeah, Disney yeah, Plus released, here in, yep. in, in Australia. And we were speaking to some people and they wanted to get some Dis uh, Disney plus, oh, sorry, Mighty Duck stars on. And we said, well, can we get Emilio Estevez on? And then maybe we'll be on in line with the Charlie Sheen close enough, but no, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we can land Emilio at this point, <laughs> but that was maybe. an amazing app. What, like, what was it like having uh, Charlie in the room? You know, and it's awesome. I've actually got lunch with him tomorrow. Cause I'm trying to figure out a TV show with him, but um, you know, I actually didn't want to want to go. Someone called me up and said, you want to meet Charlie Sheen? And you know, he had, you know, pretty public, problems you know a few years back and i was like what am i what am i gonna meet him for and i spoke to kevin Dillon, who did platoon with him and i spoke to a couple of other people and they were like charlie sheen is one of the greatest guys in the business and 
we've become friends in the in the month that I, I know him. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a lesson of what drugs can do to you because he's just a he's a great guy and he's ready to work. And I think he's going to make a great comeback. So we got a couple ideas we're kicking around. And, you know, Kevin Dillon's off doing a movie. So I called up Charlie. I said, Charlie, I, maybe this is crazy. I, I you did the podcast, which it wasn't that easy to get him to do it. He's like, I don't really I'm not into that stuff. And I, I convinced him. So I called him a week later. I said, Charlie, I, I mean, this might be weird, but these two TikTok stars, they got 200 million followers. I'm sure your daughter loves them. Mine does. You want to come in and hear about this? And he was just like, yeah, I do. And uh, <laughs> He was great. So and tomorrow we're going to have a little breakfast and hopefully I can figure out something to because I think um, he's such a super talent and, you know, People forget he was a, one of the biggest movie stars in the world before he became, you know, the biggest TV star in the world. So I think yep. he's going to have a good year. I think it, oh, sorry. I was yeah. going to say, I think what I took, like, we, you saw him for, I don't know how many seasons he did, two and a half men, 10 or more, whatever it was. And, and you kind of forget, and then you have all that crazy stuff that he went through and you forget that, like what, how good he was and he was so intelligent on you on the show like I, I don't know when I when I walked away from that I was like damn there's some amazing stories and he's he's so in in touch I guess with his thought process in the industry and and everything and the and the art form and you kind of forget that he's like this incredible actor and actually probably a good dude by the sounds of it great and wait to wait to hear him tomorrow because he's he went he never watched Entourage before this podcast so from the time he left, which was, I don't know, two weeks ago, he watched all 96 episodes in the movie. <laughs> and season seven of Entourage, which some people criticized, they thought it was like too dark, whatever. I, I try to get a little more dramatic with Vince yeah. getting to drugs. But it was inspired by Charlie. Like, and I didn't know Charlie, but what I was reading about him is what made me write that season. So, you know, I'm, a, I'm asking him, you'll hear tomorrow when I'm talking like, what, what, when he said Chuck Sheen, what did you think about that? And he really gives <laughs> some incredibly eloquent answers and really why the show spoke to him so much because he really did feel how realistic it was. And that's what I'm hoping that you guys will get if I end up doing this football show that yep. I want the people who know what the real deal is to go, that is what it is and that's how it is. And uh, that, that's what excites me about it. And Hollywood is obviously a world I've been in for 30 years and I knew it. Um, so getting into this football world is obviously a little trickier. And everyone that I'm working with on that is in London. I haven't even met any of these people, obviously Thierry and, and Darren, I know, but I haven't met any of the people I'm working with yet. We've been on Zoom, so it's very strange, you know? Yes. So I want to, I want to, talk, I want to delve into the success of the podcast. Now, you only started it about 12 months ago and already – I've seen worldwide, you guys are ranked one of the top podcasts in the world. Has that now rebirthed your, uh, I mean, we listen to it every single week about you talking about the reboot of, of potential entourage and your dislike for a certain company. Uh, but as your, were you, were you surprised by the success that you've had in the year with this podcast and how much it has grown? I mean, surprised is not even the word because, you know, Entourage, when it was on, Australia, you guys have been so good to us forever, which is great, and which is why I, I need to be there. But this country turned on Entourage like, like you know, we were like we were the racists running around saying nasty shit. I mean, it really got ugly to the point of a show that was nominated every year for an Emmy and this and that. It was all of a sudden every article 
shows off the air for years. And I would wake up and have a Google alert telling me how much I suck. And it it was, you know, it, it gets depressing. You know, you're like, leave me alone. I'm not even involved with this anymore, you know? So when Kevin Connolly asked me to do it, um, I was like, I don't want to talk about Entourage. And I don't think anybody really cares to hear about Entourage. But let's see what happens and we'll go. And the way that the tide has turned and the positivity now about the show has just, it's it's really been awesome. And, you know, for me, I'm getting older now. You guys are young. And my kids, you know, one of the things, like, all I wanted when I was starting in this business, when I had kids, was like, I want my kids to think I'm cool. And they were too young when the show was really big. <laughs> and by the time they got older, it was kind of like vanished. And the podcast is really rejuvenated. And all my kids' friends are watching it. I know what's happening with HBO Max because I see it. I mean, you guys hear it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we were hidden in like good architecture shows or some weird <laughs> shit like that. And, and now we're coming back. So it, it, of course it's gratifying. And more importantly though, what the show was about, which was friendship, is what we had on the set with most of us. The large amount of people that I worked with that I'm still very close with after 20 years is not is not very common for you know Hollywood TV shows and things like that. So when we get together and we bring in the other guys as well, it's been awesome. And now that we're kind of branching out from Entourage, which I like also, but bringing in athletes, Andrew Whitworth from the Rams was on. And we talk about, yep. you know, his friendships and Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street. So, you know, it's really exciting to me. And I actually realize how much I, I love doing this. So I wish I did it 20 years ago instead of sitting in my house writing by myself all the time, you know? Yeah. Last time you were on, we, we asked about the reboot because I think the only person that was talking about was Jeremy Piven at the time. People were asking yeah. him and he was like, oh, I'd love to do it if it happened. And you were always yeah. just, and to us, you said, no, nah, it's not going to happen. I'm not interested. And now yeah. as we've slowly, we've we've listened to yeah. your podcast since it started and then now the evolution of you changing. Three million people, by the way, uh, you, you guys cracked in downloads, which is insane. Yeah. Like there's obviously still life in that show and it's rebirthed that it obviously it's obviously what the podcast itself has, has helped drive people to watch it. It's on yeah. binge binge here in Australia, which is HBO's yep. version here. Yep. And it, and it's num it's the first thing that pops up. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you're, you're, up the top you're here. right here. People like <laughs> you here for some reason. <laughs> so awesome. I mean, listen, you know, like, you know, it's like if you were an athlete, if you're not scoring and everybody's yelling, you suck all the time, you, you know, do you really want to get back on the field? Is that like <laughs> exciting? So, you know, for a while it was like, I, I really, I would walk into rooms to pitch shows, which, you know, for years in Hollywood, people were going like, oh, we need entourage set here. We need entourage set there. Then all of a sudden entourage became this boys club. And the truth is we had a ton of great female characters. And I think as you guys know, the show was not like, quite as sexual and vulgar as people like to remember it. I mean, there's a lot less nudity in Entourage than there is in Game of Thrones, you know? <laughs> and we just got this kind of bad rap. So of course it's it's not an enjoyable thing to kind of kind of deal with, but I do feel that's turned. And I feel like the podcast, they're really getting to see the behind the scenes of me, Connolly and, and uh, Dylan, and that we really are like these good friends that I was writing about. And those are the same relationships I have with my friends from the time, which, you know, those are my real day ones are the guys I've been friends with since I'm eight years old. And uh, that's kind of the same themes I want to deal with in day ones, but it still will be a very different kind of show. But yeah, I love, I love the, how you spoke about the connection between and you're a big family and you can, 
you can easily see that in the way that when Rex Lee and Jeremy Piven come on, um, I love the St. Paddy's Day um, episode. You guys were, well, they were wasted um, in that. And you can just tell it's a brotherhood. But yeah. I really, I really want to know is, is Kevin Dillon, even though he's one of your best mates, really that hard to communicate with <laughs> via text? And do you still have to go through his agent? <laughs> I mean, Kevin Dillon is one of the best people I know. And I actually, I do love him for the fact that he's not a guy attached to his phone. You know, he, he won't look at it for days at a time, but we sent him off with a expensive microphone to go make this movie and we're doing a <laughs> podcast and we expect them to like, you know, call in and say, Hey, when are we doing this? But he, he goes MIA and vanishes, <laughs> which it works for the podcast. And he's the type of guy you, you just can't get mad at because I know if I saw him, he'd be like, Oh, uh, I don't know. I forgot, but he's a great, great person and, you know, a friend for 20 years. But yeah, you know, like you guys know, when you're doing a, a thing like this, you want your guy to show up and yeah. he's our big dog. He's the, you know, he's the star face that people want to hear and he's funny as hell, but he'll be back. But, you know, like uh, yesterday, you know, he puts up a picture from the set of Entourage with, Julian Edelman, who just retired from the NFL and, and Gronkowski, and he doesn't tag the podcast. So, you know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, from the podcast page, I'm like, hello, what, like, what, where do you think this fucking came from? You know, but he writes, oops. And, you know, there's no, all the stuff we do on the, on the podcast, all the fighting we do, it's all, you know, it's all brother shit. It's like, we get mad for five minutes and then it's over, you know? Yeah, yeah. Was was the uh, the cameo he performed the other day legit in him thinking that he did not know? Yeah, did we who find out? You, so for people who don't who haven't listened, you should catch up to Victory Podcast. But but they uh, Kevin Connolly. It was happy birthday by the way, Doug. We yeah, uh, you, you, you got a, you got a uh, a cameo from from Dylan uh, Kevin Dylan as your present from Kevin Connolly. <laughs> so I, I look, it's a show and it's content. What is real? is that we could not get in touch with him. <laughs> what He obviously knew it was us, and then he obviously did read the text because I sent him, pretend you have no idea this is us. And you see what a good actor he is because everyone, <laughs> I mean, Connolly was like, no one is going to buy this. I'm like, I buy it. <laughs> I, you know, I believe it because I wasn't sure if he actually read my message. But yeah, he knows and he's, you know, one of the geniuses, and I and I mean this, Kevin Dillon is a fucking genius. I knew it the first time he walked into audition for me. People go, oh, he's not acting. That's just him. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to play it, and he's a great performer. And uh, But I never, he never responded to the text. I said, pretend you don't know us, but I know that. He was he was playing a bit, you know. Well, Zach, but, he, but, he, but actually, he didn't call me for my birthday in reality. So I was, <laughs> was he, he's on set with uh, with Frank Grillo, who we just had on a yes. couple of weeks ago. Oh, you um, did? Yeah. yeah he's, I mean, I Frank's, love Frank Grillo and Bruce Willis, and you know, yeah. he's having a great time. He's completely forgotten about us. So, well, Zach is out, Kevin Dillon, on the podcast. I think he just walks <laughs> up, and everything's done for him. Yeah, <laughs> and we we need to make sure you know, or make sure Zach is happy. <laughs> 
I've done some work lately. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, you'll laugh tomorrow when we, Charlie shows up and we're just like, we're, I, I don't know if you guys know the football references, but Drew Bledsoe, do you get, you guys know about this? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Tom Brady took over and he never came back. So we got Charlie Sheen sitting in for <laughs> Dylan and, and that's how we start. We're like, I don't know. I don't know if he's ever getting his starting job back. So we'll we, we did that. We had uh, Gary V on the podcast once yep. and, and Zach, Zach couldn't come. And so we had his, uh, his ex-captain who won the, you know, basically an MVP of the league one season um uh, one of the greatest players of all time coming and sit for zacker and we said that we think he lasted one episode <laughs> mate that was it <laughs> <laughs> that might have been more about me than it was about you yeah about you, you know. <laughs> i love it well you mentioned uh day ones being you know or, or entourage obviously is, has that family uh and friends friends who are family theme and and saying that you want to bring that across is is the day ones being the theme as you know you is kind of your entourage, right? The people who you had since the beginning yeah, that, yeah. that follow I mean, you through your career. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. But everyone wants to go, oh, it's the same show. But, you know, it's like uh, The Office is not the same show as Cheers, even though they take place in a, you know, in a work environment. So yeah. this will be a very different show with with female characters. And, you know, and, and Thierry as, you know, some of his background will be infused into it. So it, it'll have a very different feel. Um, but hopefully, I mean, you know, what excites me about it is it's just a much bigger world than the Hollywood world. So to take a group of friends and put them in that mayhem, I think it'll be really fun. Yeah. Awesome. So Ryan, I would, I would just want to ask you quickly. So we're talking about the UK and the soccer and the crazy yeah. fans and all that. Have you noticed a difference between playing in the UK and playing in Australia between the fans or the environment or anything like that? I think there's a lot of, you know, the European way of supporting the teams over here in Australia. I mean, I sat there on last week and saw the fans behind the stand, the stand and they were going absolutely crazy. They didn't care what the score was. We were losing 3-0. They were just going crazy. <laughs> Happy to jumping be there. Up. Yeah, that, and that's what it was. It was it was just an atmosphere that, you know, they're there, they're there to support the players and, and hope they win, but it's not the be-all and end-all of, 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 you know, the result. In England, if you don't win... You know, the whole weekend's ruined for the whole family. Yeah. You know, the, the dad will go home. Dad will go home and it's absolutely crazy. And and I always say that in England, football is their number one religion. You know, the family support the same team through generations. And then if you don't support that same team that your grandfather did, then you're, you're like the black cat family. You're a shambles, get out. And, yeah. and that's what, you know, I've not seen it here. And obviously it's still young you know, 15 years or whatever, your yep. league. So I think if that goes the way it is in England, then the support will will carry on and, and be as good as it is. And I love it. And in in terms of day ones, your day ones, you start you started at Stoke, right? And, right, and you yeah. were you grew up. I'm there. from there. You're from I, there. I've played. Yes. And so, do you have that day guys that were with you from from the start? I would imagine if you went from growing up there, playing there, and then playing professionally there, that you would have had these people that you know you grew up with. Yes. Yeah, I was, mean. In football, I haven't got my day ones. I, there's probably two that still play. Um, but I've, I've got my day one friends from school that have come through, you know, everything with me, success and downfalls and everything. So I think I think that that goes as well because as much as you can get swarm away from, you know, the football world and you, you go to your football friends all the time, you still have to have your friends away from football. And that's important to keep you grounded and make sure that they realise that, you know, you are still 
who you are and where you came from and keep you grounded. So that's, I've got a bit of both, which is quite nice. The real question is, are they waking up at what 4am to watch you play live in the UK <laughs> Australia? One of them is. <laughs> not many of them. <laughs> yeah, we get rid of the others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're lucky that we were, I, you mentioned it briefly just then, Doug, but you were, we are lucky to have fans in the stadiums. I think when you look at the rest of the world and they can't do it, I think the UFC is going to have fans yep. next week or maybe not this week, the week after, but um, it's we've, we've been able to have fans in the stadium. You, were, you only moved, we mentioned it earlier on the podcast, you only moved here in December. Yes. It, did, did you play over there with no fans? Yes, yeah. it was... The most yeah. surreal thing ever because it, every game felt like a friendly match where nothing really mattered and it was <laughs> crazy to switch your mind to go right this is actually a competition still you know right. we used to 20 30 000 fans cheering you on and giving you yep. that extra five percent you haven't got that so you've got to find the motivation within you yep. to to drive yourself and and realize that this is still very important mm. and that was where it was very difficult to do yeah but coming over here is just you know made me realize that why I got into it and it's for the fans now. Yeah. Well, you did as well, right? You played, do you play with no fans? Yeah, we yeah. played last year when we were speaking to, to Doug. Um, last year we, we played in front of an empty 100,000 seat stadium five weeks <laughs> in a row. So <laughs> it was uh, it was quite bad. And then now we're playing in front of 75,000 again. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's amazing. quite amazing. And, and you realize the difference between, like you're right, you realize you play for the fans and the atmosphere yeah. that you, you thrive off. It is a completely different feeling. Do you think uh, – I don't think they could make an AFL Day 1 show yet. I think – I don't know if it's something in that or not. I don't know. Well, Doug can come over to <laughs> maybe, Australia and can – Maybe can Doug can something. tell us. You, you know what, though? What it is, again, like the Premier League is going to be, you know, a great backdrop. But what it is is it, it's just this group, this family. And, you know, you if you find those people, we all know that crew that we want to watch. And that's really the key is to find mm -hmm. the characters no matter what the setting is. Yep. Um, the The – Premier League gives it that extra jolt, but we got to find those guys, those Johnny dramas that you want to hang around with all day and, and look forward to seeing. So that'll be the that'll be the challenge more than getting, I think, the football correct, because I got enough people, you know, on board that know football like the back of their hand to who will help me. And, you know, I wrote a script, you know, basically as if I was a, an English writer. And I have, I've, you know, I've been to London 11 days in my life. So, you know, that was, that was interesting and fun and me trying to, you know, while I'm sitting here during COVID and I, I've always been a fan of, of British comedy and all of Matthew's stuff. So I'm watching Snatch and I'm watching this and like, you know, I'm talking to them where the dialects have changed. Like some of that stuff that they would, would speak like in Snatch isn't really even relevant anymore. So that was that was fun. And I think, you know, they were pretty impressed that I got close, but I got some British writers to sit down with me and look at terms, things that like I'm like, what? What the fuck is that word? What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> so but that's also been fun for me, you know? Yeah, cool. We're going to we're going to go into our segment really quick. Do we have a, a, a intro lined up, guys? Or we I don't think I told them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> do we have a segment? This is what happens, Doug. Intro. I mean, you're used to this now. Doug, tell us quickly while they're setting this up. What has it been like for you to like actually be in the booth and, and have to ask the questions like us sitting here like idiots so, uh, listening I mean, and then going, oh, I have to ask the, a in question. The <laughs> in the booth is amazing, but the this, you know, it's a professional show, you know, but the disorganization that we have is mind boggling. I mean, you know, we get Charlie Sheen to come in. There's no one like who greets him and he parks in this garage across the street. We hang out till eight o'clock at night. We all get in our cars and leave. All of a sudden, Charlie's calling me. The garage closed. 
He's stuck an hour <laughs> from his house and has to take an Uber. And I'm saying to Connolly, I'm like, Connolly, like we got to be like professional. Like Charlie Sheen walks in here. We got to, you know, make sure his car is taken care of. So it, it kind of adds to the comedy of the show, but we're doing it. It's so kind of low rent while it's growing into this kind of big thing, which still makes it fun. But, uh, you know, and, and the guests, which you guys, I mean, I'm going to have to call you guys for guests because even Gary V, who I know, I, I don't like to ask people for shit. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. so this, I'm like, this David, <laughs> he's got the blue, he's got I'm the blue to, check. I'm going to have to hit you guys up. <laughs> uh, I but I'm like reluctant to hit people up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want to know how much have you paid for parking out the front of that show? Have you added I mean, it all up? Well, I mean, it actually is crazy. Beverly Hills is like, it's like $4 an hour to park in the fucking meter. So when I sit there all day, it's fine, but it's, you know, it's like, you know, the podcast, we know it's not a big money maker, you know? So it's definitely, it's definitely cost me some cash, you know? But Charlie took a $200 Uber back to Malibu that had to come back the next God. day. So Spe that's why I'm taking them out tomorrow. I got to take them for a nice meal to make up for it. <laughs> Speaking of professionalism, our uh, camera keeps going out every so, time, so you can't even see us right now. But we can hear, you, we can see you, and you can hear us. So but you guys got back. a sign. I don't have a sign like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can. What can? What's the frame on that? I don't know if you can see. We've got some. Uh, we've got I see our, it. Uh, yep, our gold yeah. artwork, but you've got you've got some good merch. We're still waiting for our merch, so we've got you, merch you, coming. We've got merch coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah we got we got merch coming. Yeah, I mean, you're clearly oh, wearing nice. the wearing the hat, so you've got all the merch. We're going to well, send you so. some merch, Doug. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll wear it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was told, I was promised, I was getting a victory jersey. So I mean, I that was going to be the end of the episode, but we can do it now if you want. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's all right. But Angie, Angie got me excited for it. I love it. So I've heard. So when you're speaking on the podcast, I've heard you'd love to do it every single day. So have you? really delved that deep into the podcast kind of sign of the times where you just love to do it every single day i just love it i mean listen what i was i was born to talk i was not born yeah. to write i was not born to play i'm a pretty good athlete i don't mean like you but i was not born <laughs> to make a living playing sports sadly because that's what i would have done if i could have but I was born to talk. That's just what I always liked. And, you know, my family used to tell me to shut up all day. But when I have the mic, nobody tells me to shut up except Connolly. But it's great, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, we're giving the guys enough time, I think, to tee up the thing. Let's yeah, hope it's there. Let's, right. let's see if we can hear it. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Weigh the good with the bad. It's time for pros and cons. It's pros and cons time. <laughs> How's that for high-level production work? Oh, All right, so... By the way, we don't have segments. I've been talking to Connolly for six months. I'm like, we need segments. Everybody's got segments. Let's, that's, because, segments. that's because we're not good enough to ask questions for, for an hour. We have to figure out <laughs> other things to put into place in between. All right, so this segment, pros and cons, simple. We've got 10 things, and all we need to do here is just say if you like it or don't and why. And we're just uh -oh. going to go through right. each thing, 10 things, all semi-related to both of you boys. Yep. All right. So, so whether get... it's a pro or a con. Yeah, pro or con. All right, you can, you can hit it. No, you start. All right, I'll hit the first one. one. All right, this one, a bit Doug-related. Doug TV and movie remakes, pro or con? Con. I mean, oh, there's con. been a couple of good ones, but usually I hate it. You've got to say pro because you're going to remake yeah. your own show, surely. <laughs> That's not a remake. Remake is like true. You know, you're right. They okay. Take a similar script. Yeah, that's like, true. Good. You know, like, but like a a re, you know, but like reboot. a reboot. True. Different thing. The right thing. I like it. I mean, to be honest, I'm ex I'm excited to see some of this stuff. You know, a friends reunion, and you know, when when Curb brought Seinfeld back. So I, I like I like to see these characters as they grow old. 
you know, and I'm dark. I like to see the whole lifespan of people. I, you know. <laughs> All right, so we're pro for the reboots and con for the remakes. What about I would them? absolutely agree with that. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to see Entourage reboot? <laughs> Always. <laughs> I'm not going to put Doug into that situation because I can see he's past that. But, no, we uh, can have a go at him. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> we have to do it. No, I, I, no, I, I appreciate, I appreciate it, and like I've said, if. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go chasing people, but if, if HBO was interested, obviously I'd like to get everybody back together because it's just, we've been having so much fun doing this. So. We love that. All right. The next one is Kingsman making seven movies pro or con. Do you know, do you guys know about this? I mean, yeah. I'm sure yeah, of course. knows about of course. it. Yes, yes. Slated yeah, to I make mean, another I'm, seven I'm movies. pro. I love the movie. I love, I mean, James Bond has, I don't even know how many movies, 50. Yep. I love almost all of them. So, um, you know, Austin Powers, they could have done another five to me, you know. So I think uh I think if they keep up the quality, yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah, I love the first one. So I'd I'd be definitely up for pros. Uh, You're down you on the second one. You were down on the second one. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First one was good, Wait, wasn't it? <laughs> well, no, I liked it. I think it was one of the best. The first one was one of the best, uh, I think, uh, UK films in a while. That, other, and then other than The Gentleman, one of my favorite films of all time. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, UK films, one of my favorite genres. Wait, of, if it's wait a genre. I may watch that. What is that, The Gentleman? The, the Gentleman? Oh, Guy wow. Ritchie. You have yeah, to watch yeah, it. Right. If you, yeah, you have to see this. Yeah. Oh, Matthew McConaughey. Um, it's re it's recent. What? How many years? You know what? I'm a, I'm a little worried. Yeah. I'm like losing my mind because I don't know how I would not know about that. So I feel like I already do, but I'm gonna watch that in the next two days. Yes. Actually, Charlie Hunnam, who's um who was in Sons of Anarchy, uh, uh, what? Green Street Hooligans. Yes. Yep. Which is uh, great. Have yeah. you seen Green Street Hooligans, Doug? You know what? I haven't, but I was like on a clubhouse. I don't know if you guys have clubhouse out yeah. there yet, but uh, with the producer of that and a lot of people were talking about it. I never heard of that either. It's another one I want to watch for sure. Charlie, one of my favorite actors. want to get him He's on He's great. Uh, all right. Uh, Margo, this one's a good one, Doug. HBO. Um... <laughs> 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 i'm i'm very pro hbo as an hbo they did great things for me the people that were there at the end of entourage are, are you know not the people that are there anymore so i don't i don't have any animosity hbo i think right now i don't want to take over the whole question because we're both in on this but uh no, go for it the pc culture thing while racial inequality has to be addressed and somehow solved i still think the revisionist history of things is very scary to me so a place like hbo which has always been a at the forefront of artistic expression and i'll only you know talk about a, like like dave Chappelle is a guy who knows how to walk that line brilliantly but we don't need disclaimers to tell us what we should think and what we should feel. And I think that I'm hoping that that kind of goes away. And that doesn't mean you can't, you know, look at a movie that was done in a certain time and place. And, and, you know, as, as a Jew, I know some of the stereotypes that I've seen depicted in movies and I know what other minorities deal with as well. But you know, I, I'm I'm a pro HBO. I have my HBO Max. I've been watching the QAnon thing. I've been watching the Woody Allen doc. So I'm I'm pro HBO. Right, yeah. Ryan. Listen, they they brought us some great shows, and in my opinion, one of the best. So I can't I can't be against that. Sopranos. 
Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But, but I'm obviously a pro. I mean, yeah. Entourage, uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Annabelle, uh, who's in our booth, is uh, made me making me watch after two years or something, uh, Succession, which I'm a couple of Succession's the best show on TV yeah. right now. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not on this minute, but that's the best show, I think. I mean, it's genius. Yeah, I love that and, show. Yeah. And if you talk about like, PC culture. I just watched the second app. Not a really a spoiler, but there's a guy whacking off in front of the uh, in front of a window of the city overview. I mean, they, they ain't holding back. <laughs> well, I, well, I had I had, you know I had Jordan Belfort on the podcast as the Wolf of Wall Street, and I was just trying to. And I'm not comparing myself to Martin Scorsese, but like, why? Because that's you know Leo and Martin Scorsese is that movie which. Young men watch as a glorification of disgusting male behavior. Now, I love the movie. It's fucking genius. But Entourage was never even remotely yeah. close no. to that kind of no. stuff. And nobody's going back and talking about that because it's, you know, loosely based on, on a true story. But, um, but Succession is genius. I'm, I'm miserable that it's not back yet. And actually, one of, one of uh, my directors from Entourage, who's become one of the best directors in TV, who does Game of Thrones, he did. He does a lot of Succession. He's executive producer Mark Mylod, who's who's a Brit, who's just a genius. So, actually, is it Jeremy Strong, who's Mark Strong's brother, right? I think he's Jeremy Strong is the actor. Yeah, yeah and he's uh, he's in the Gentleman as well. Just oh, uh, okay, just another, oh, good. another little. Go. He's great. There That's you fun. go. All right, number four. Yeah, is uh, cameo. Cameo, the the site. Cameo, the uh, the, app, the, the athlete, app, yeah, or celebrity or whatever app. Yep. I mean, I think it's awesome. I think it's it's great that people can get that kind of feedback from their fans. Now, like I've gotten a couple of requests from Cameo. Do I want to be on it? Which do I want to be on an app where where I'm I'm valued at like ninety nine cents? Maybe. <laughs> by the way, no. But I think it's I think it's amazing, and like I, I love that people can go ask Kevin Dillon to go give him a happy birthday message. I think it's great. Are you on Cameo? No, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. You don't know Cameo? Ooh, okay. No. Right, are you on Cameo? I'm on Cameo. You're on, yeah. and you you oh, fucking okay. be on Cameo. Come on Cameo <laughs> and Swish. There you go. Swish, so there's another couple one. plugs there. Okay. You um, guys should be on it. It's a good, good, easy way to make money if if your fans like you. For me, yes. it would just be humiliating. But, so, <laughs> so that's what it is. So for you, it would be uh, all the victory fans could pay to have you send them a video message of a happy birthday, best wishes, maybe graduation, oh, okay. anything like yeah, that. I um, well, Kevin Connolly paid 384 bucks to get Kevin Dillon to say happy birthday. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, uh, so yeah, get on it. Okay. There you yeah. go. It's yeah. a pro. It's a moneymaker. So it's a pro. It's a pro <laughs> yeah. All right. The next one, this is relevant. Be, uh, sneaker market. And, and where I'm going with this is that the, the, the first ever Yeezy prototype uh, is going up for auction and apparently is going to be worth at least a million dollars. Oh, geez. Sneaker market, so what, pro or con. You're, so you're asking me am I pro or con? Well, the Entourage sneaker that we put on the show yeah. sold at Sotheby's last week for 88000 bucks. That is unbelievable. That's, yeah. uh, so <laughs> now this thing's been like sitting in a box in my house because there's six pair of them. So I'm pro. So <laughs> I, keep it going up. <laughs> but I mean, look, I love sneakers and I love collectibles. I think what's going on right now, and and Gary V, like, he he texted me about six months ago. I, I'm not close with him, but he texted me like, buy trading cards, and I, oh, like yeah. he didn't say yes. anything else. He Love didn't say it, hello. Yeah. He didn't say anything buy else. And I'm like, I still have the message, and I'm like, what a dumb motherfucker I am because <laughs> they have like quadrupled since he sent that message. Well, he was so, in here a year and a half ago, whenever it was. Yeah, and he literally sat down and goes, I just went to one of the trading card stores you have here in Melbourne and bought up everything 
in the store. Oh. You guys should get on it. And I was like, yeah, cool story. Like, I'll think about it. <laughs> like an idiot, like an absolute moron. Like, you should have listened to him. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not meant to make easy money. I, I really am not. But, uh, but I, I like, I love sneaker culture. I love sneakers. Um, so I'm, I'm pro. Con. Oh, pro, sorry. Yes. Ryan. Yeah, I would I would be pro. I mean, a million dollars for for a prototype <laughs> use is a bit a bit of a stretch to be honest. But no, you you can't be you know as a as a young lad and always wanting trainers and looking for the best trainer and that. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, love Sweet. sneakers. Pro for me too. Yeah, I'm a big sneaker. We know too. you are. You've yeah, I'm a big sponsored head. head to toe over here. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, number six we'll go here is Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury fight. <laughs> so uh, you want to go first i mean i i yes um i was lucky enough to um meet tyson um on my stag do in vegas oh yeah yeah it was, <laughs> it was quite a God, journey what a place to meet <laughs> tyson <laughs> fury in vegas yes um it was towards the end of the a four day um what we'd call a bender yeah um <laughs> so i was a bit worse for a while we we managed to get into his studio where he's doing media and what a guy. Um, he turned to me, he was like, what, what's, what's the crap? I was like, I'm a stag dumb getting married next week. He went, oh, fucking hell. Um, little advice for you. Spend all your money on fucking prostitutes and gambling. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> not, probably not as good a lesson as Gary V's and the trading card, yeah. but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. Oh, but now, now me, like I saw a thing on Tyson on, I don't know, HBO Real Sports. I mean, incredible story. Um, and I actually love the heavyweights from from England. He's what? He's Irish? Where where's he, where's Tyson? Uh, yeah, he's he's he was based in Manchester, but yeah, they you know, they're a travelling family, so uh, yeah. Ireland would be where they were originally so based, his, right? Yeah. So his story is incredible. Um, but about I think it was like less than a month ago, someone sent me like an Anthony Joshua thing. It was like, What are you watching during COVID? And I and he said entourage. So I gotta go with Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's, it's yeah, a huge my own narcissistic reason. Yeah, it's fun. it's I don't, I don't know. I think it's going to be easily the biggest fight in UK history, I would imagine. Oh, and will. they're talking about maybe Wembley in July as the venue. Wembley Stadium. In July. I hope I can That'd get be, to um, that, but yeah. I'd, but I otherwise optimistic about that. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to see it wherever it is in the world. Yes. I just want to Saudi see Saudi Arabia happen. is the backup and I think that's probably more likely because yeah. you're probably going to get over there and get whatever you want done. Yeah. 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 The bet one of the best comebacks from a knockout well, knocked down of all time against Wilder, uh, yeah. the Tyson Fury. He that's going to be the biggest yeah, show I, of the year. I think Tyson. Yeah, I've watched a lot of heavyweight, especially obviously because big in the UK at the moment. I think Tyson, his you know his rise and fall. I I don't see how Joshua can mentally break him down and yes. and get through past him. So you I'd have to go with Tyson. You saw Tyson Fury at, uh, at your Bucks. Bachelor party uh, in Vegas. I saw Shane Warne. There you go. I don't know if you know Shane Warne. I'm only you who knows. You're yeah. a big, big, big cricket fan. Big cricket Shane Warne, Doug, is the god of cricket in the world. Everywhere he goes, except for the US, he's uh, he's literally the biggest star in the entire world. I would say it's so. Right? It's, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's pretty wild when you see that stuff. You know, when Thierry did the Entourage movie, there was like half the crew had no idea who he was, and half the crew was like embarrassingly 
Googling <laughs> and ogling over him. And I got him to go on Twitter that day. And by the end of the day, he had like, I think he had like a million followers in the, in the day. <laughs> and I was like, geez, I, you know, and I'm, a, I'm like 15 years in, I'm at 50,000. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, uh, it, it is wild when you see that, but I, I would like to see a cricket match actually, you know, and I do, I appreciate all the athletes that are at the top Ooh. of the game, whatever the sport is. And I just love, I, I love watching people who get to the highest levels of whatever it is, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah I'd recommend don't, whatever you do don't pick a test match to watch yeah yeah pick a one day one day is a, one day brilliant. or 2020 maybe or like the IPL yeah. or something like yeah. i don't know somewhere so, yeah something yeah yeah, yeah. We're, something we're, that's over in three hours yeah. that's yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not something that takes five days to finish which is what the what a test match is is a five day five days yeah it takes yeah. five days <laughs> like ba- sounds like baseball so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Baseball, yeah. <laughs> all right next one nft art are we on it? Are we on this? Do we need to? Do I, I don't have. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to read up about it the last couple of weeks, but I would have a clue about how it all works. You know what? You NFT on? art. Yeah. yeah. Is this the digital art? Yes. That's right. Yes. yes. I was. I was. It was a very brief conversation I had um, at work last week, but I'm not. I've not looked into it. Yeah. Some things are selling for ridiculous amounts. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm trying my best to comprehend it. The picture you have of Ari up there behind you. I have that gun in my in my garage so what nft art is and it doesn't mean this would be worth anything but they they turn it into a three-dimensional thing and then one person (laughs) buys it so you know i have all these people calling me it doesn't mean any of it will work but pitching me on how i can make money now if i can somehow turn my my $88,000 sneakers into a $69 million piece of digital art. Of course I'm for it, you know, yes. but I don't I don't know what's going to happen with the world because it just seems right now we're in the the wild west yep. and uh, but I think it's interesting and again I like collectibles. Um I'm into that stuff, but I feel like there's a bubble that's about to pop. Yeah. Mm. If you ever need, by the way, some garage space, we'll be happy to take that gun off you if you want. Just to <laughs> <laughs> put it up on the wall. Yeah. I'll, I'll sell it to you as an NFT for $1 million. <laughs> well, well, I think it's a massive pro because we have a lot of artist friends. That, that piece was as a hand-done piece by uh, Dom Gauchi, one amazing amazing artist. Shout out to her for, for doing that one and the head-on piece that we got up there as well. And that Oh, is- so that's not the actual poster. We'll, uh, we'll ask her, is that Dawn? I, was that with the accent or Dom? Dom. Dom, 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 D-O-M, Dom, Dom, uh, well, Dom I would, I would, Dominique. I would love that too. She could paint one of those. Maybe she can do the yeah, NFT well, of that. Her and Daniel Weber, who we've had on, who did yep. stuff with The Rock and Arnold Schwarzenegger. If those guys can make more money, I think they're, the, they're incredibly talented. So like if you can make more money, I think it's a massive oh, pro. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we've got three left here. Uh, 2022 Qatar World Cup. Daniel has a story behind this, but. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, pro or con, guys. I just, I just don't see how they can change all of the leagues to to have it in November, December. I'm going to struggle to see how it will, how it will work. Yep, that's that's my only uh, concern at the moment. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to be anywhere near it. I just want to try and watch it, but I'm confused as to how it's going to work. Yes, because obviously the leagues will be yeah right up middle, and running mid, then. Middle, yep. Yeah, yep. I think that there, there's been work. Oh, news around the fact that a lot of people are dying during the setup as well. I think it's and there's yes. a human rights activist act, 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 
activation, <laughs> whatever you call that. So, well, you're, protest. You're, protest. Really, protest yeah. you really can't go with a pro after that. And I, I kind of put it down as a relevance thing and then I Googled it and I was like, oh shit, this is a real down point. <laughs> yeah. And I, I didn't know that, but the day one's pilot as it's written at the very second opens up at that World Cup. Now, wow. Ooh, yep. whether that will change, whether that won't, and I didn't know about the human rights stuff. So anyway, um, but I will still go with a, I'll have to go with a, a, a negative <laughs> after this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, let's hope it can happen, I guess, somewhere, anywhere, whatever. I yes. Bet, yeah. I, it's got to be a con because I just can't see, you know, there was a lot of controversy as to how they got it yeah. in the first place, you know, corruption and this and that. And how, they, there was not even a stadium in sight. And yep. they went, right, well, how are you going to do this in seven or eight years? <laughs> All of a sudden, you realize how now. <laughs> yeah, how, yeah. Where people until they die, apparently. <laughs> yeah. the air, and the air conditioning better work real well or the players are going to be dropping also. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. <laughs> All right, uh, two, two to go. Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm a messy man, so. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, uh, that's why I put it in. One. I thought you would get yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So You're a messy man. All right. I'm, I'm not against him. I, he's absolutely... I'll have, to, I'll have to say pro, but he's he's worked and worked his absolute nuts off and nobody can go against what he's done as top as he is. I just I just think Messi is just a natural ability. Mm. Ronaldo's had to work to be that best. Yep. Um not knocking it, but I'm just for some reason I just always lean to Messi. You're a messy man. Yeah. All right. He's too he's too pretty for me. <laughs> but no, I, I I like him, but I'm I'm a Thierry guy, and I know they doesn't compete. Or but uh, you know, I just uh, I think uh, there's no no way to knock any of these guys. Like I said, when you get to the top of your your field, obviously you're doing something right. But uh, um, you know, I like Messi too. Has he got the most Cristiano Ronaldo the most followers on Instagram? Yes, of every, every yeah, everyone I think he does. Yeah. yeah, like beats of everyone on Earth. Yeah, but he yeah. beats the Kardashians. Beats yeah, everyone. Two hundred and sixty million or something. Jesus crazy, Christ. crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> All right, this one's yours, Dave. So we're gonna leave this one to you. Yeah, the last one's a bit one, of a weird one, but it happened in the UK overnight. Uh, and Doug, I, so it's a bit of relevance. Doug is an animal lover. Uh, has some great dogs at home, and it's from the UK. So giant rabbits. I'll explain. Yeah, please, please, please explain. Sounds like so a Monty Python sketch. So, so the world's largest rabbit at 1.29 uh, meter and 29 centimeters got stolen overnight from the house in the UK. It was a Guinness World Record rabbit. So giant, oh, so giant, what are we, giant, what are we asking here? giant house pets. Pro or what are we asking? Are we for the kidnapping of this rabbit? No, I, no. <laughs> just giant house pets. I think, I, I think just yeah. giant rabbits. Giant like rabbits. Pro or a con. <laughs> I think it's I'm fucking pro, weird. I'm, I'm, pro, I'm pro. I'm pro yeah. and I'm against the kidnapper. I think yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. shoot him. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Because it was a famous rabbit. Yeah, good yeah. on that rabbit. Guinness World Record rabbit in the I UK. Have to, I from, have to look this up. It was from uh, Worcestershire. Is it? Worcestershire. 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 Yeah, there you go. I'm glad we, I'm glad we had you in here because I didn't know. And you didn't know either. No, so we would have let that one go if you weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. It happened there overnight. Uh, um, what do you reckon? <laughs> Right. <laughs> in terms of a one point something meter rabbit, absolutely not. <laughs> That's frightening. It's too big. Huge. I, I asked the question before. Do you think that thing's the fastest thing ever, or do you think it just lumbers around? I definitely lumbers. If you saw That's that thing at night, it'd you'd freak you out. You think there's a bear gonna get you? Or something? Yeah, yeah. You guys know you know the Monty Python and the Holy Grail sketch, right? Absolutely. 
greatest. It's a rabbit. I mean, you know, so I don't know. I got to check out what this rabbit looks like. I'm yeah, thinking we'll have like, a look uh, and also a princess bride. I'm thinking about those giant rats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you look up giant rabbit stolen, it'll come up straight away on Google because that's sure. what I did before. <laughs> I'm sure there's not many of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, well, that was awesome, guys. Well, uh, that, that was the last one, wasn't yep, it? Yep, last so, one. Well done, guys. Great uh, pros and cons. So we're going to wrap this one up, Doug. It's been great having you on. Before we do, I know Ryan wants to present you. We've got Absolutely. a special... Uh, what a surprise, Doug! That <laughs> 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 you didn't know it was coming. You go, uh, uh, Ryan. Present that over to you. Know me. what? You guys got to cut that. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I love it. Yeah. So victory right. jersey, obviously for victory of the podcast, and of course, got your name. Thank on, you guys. That's awesome. Back. That's and really I think, great. Uh, we're gonna send that over to you. Um, yeah, we'll get it straight over to you. Get it over, and we should probably we should probably get one uh, with Dylan and Connolly on the back, so that they all uh, they have a uniform to wear. I guess <laughs> that'd be yeah, great. True. We'll get on to Jeremy about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get it sorted. Yeah. No problem. I can't even get Connolly to wear the victory merchandise that we're trying to sell. I'm like, I want to pay for the parking when I come here. Can you wear a t-shirt and maybe get a sale for us? <laughs> we can't wear ours either just because it's not organized. Yeah, we haven't organized <laughs> it yet. <laughs> well, Doug, Matt, as always. Thanks so much for having on. By the way, first time we've had a guest on for the, the second, second time. Second time, so yes. First repeat, thank you yes. for our, being our first I like repeat that. Guest. I want to break yeah. Alec Baldwin's SNL record. So yeah. I'll <laughs> back. I will well, come back anytime. You guys are awesome. I much appreciate it. And I'm glad Australia is uh, getting safer by the minute. Hopefully we all join you soon. So yeah, well, you're going to be in the studio with us next, I think. That's what I would love happen. it. I'm, I'm coming to Australia for sure soon. So and when... Is the season, where is the season at right now? Because I would love to come see a football match. Yes, well, if you come <laughs> see a football match, yeah, you, we, we're going into winter. So we uh, we play over winter. So it's nice and cold for you. So both both of us, uh, you, where we've, got, you we've got about seven to eight weeks left of ours. So yep. yeah, you'd have you, to make it yep. fast. We're yeah. round five. And then we're right? round five out of 23. Right. Plus yes. five. How, how is victory doing? How uh, How's the record? We might move on. Uh, <laughs> How about you guys? How are you guys doing? Uh, we we started one and three. We so might move on. Yeah, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost two games by under three points, so it's uh, it's been quite disappointing so far. Can we mix sports and like have a little competition or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I, I, I want to play you in pickleball one day so if uh, if we I come across to. LA. I'm ready. Whenever you're out here, for sure, we'll do that. So, well, thanks guys so much. I appreciate it. Thank thank you you for coming on. And uh, good luck with the rest of the pod. Everybody be good. You too. Sounds good. See ya. Cheers. Cheers. And Brian, thank you for joining us, man. That was a bit of a whirlwind. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) I'm just, I was just sat here for the first 20 minutes going, that's Doug. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? The first thing, as soon as um, Jeremy confirmed last night and because I was in training and he messaged me. And I was like, right, okay, um, what's he going to talk about? What am I going to do? He was like, don't worry, it's a really relaxed chat. And as soon as I got home and confirmed it, I texted my best mate. I went, you'll never guess what I'm doing tomorrow. I went, I'm in a podcast with Doug Allen. He went, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> went, how have you managed that? I said, don't ask. I don't really know, but there's, a, you know, he does a podcast called Victory, the podcast, and Obviously, we're Melbourne Victory and a few lads have got in touch with him. He went, right, okay, you've got to get my name in there. Somehow you've got to get my name in it. I went, well, how am I going to do that? Why would I think about you sat at home in England when I'm here with Doug and yourselves? I was like, there's no way. Well, you better shout him out. What's his name? (laughs) Marshall. Marshall, He's not going to give a fuck about us. Doug says, hey. He said, he 
he loves on I got him into entourage a long time ago. Um and Ari's son, Jonah, in the show. Yes. Yep. He's adamant that when he has a son, he's gonna call it Jonah. Yeah. That's that's how much he loves it. Yeah, yeah right. That's like, great. He's he's probably more of a fan than I am, and I absolutely love it. So he's he was like just just do anything for me. Get my name in there. Do do anything. For <laughs> well, you can let him know he's not as big a fan. I named my whole business after Head On, which is yeah. uh, Vince's, Vince's first movie. So Doug thinks we're freaks, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's well, man, great. Thank you for so, coming on. So that. No, it's a pleasure. Anytime. Um, loved it. Enjoyed yeah. this. Get you to a Bombers game. Hopefully yes. when you're yes. playing. Uh, which, yes. Who knows? Hopefully this week, <laughs> next week. Who knows? Yeah, we'll yeah. say come back from injury. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. We're pretty similar. I'm not. So. Yeah, yeah. So how, how far away are you? Um, time scale is difficult. It's a little issue with the knee. Yep. Um, so we're Monday we were brilliant. Yesterday we're not so good. Yep. Today feels okay, so but I've got a day off. So I'm hopefully, you know, another couple of weeks and I can be out on the grass and, and pushing to, to get back involved. So okay. it's, it's difficult because you I'm the worst watcher ever because I'm screaming at people and I'm <laughs> trying to coach but from fucking like, 10 rows back and I can't really affect the team but you know you, you try and be around the lads and encourage encourage but there's no other feeling to be out there and helping yes. that way so yes well good luck with the season because I've, I've been to a few games and it's been pretty tough just like our start to the season so uh hopefully it goes a little bit better than what it has been and I know we're I know we're wrapping up but I wanted to ask you fly into Australia and, and you know Amy Park is your is your home ground now and you see you got the MCG across the road you got the Rod yeah, Labour across I, the road tennis. what what was that first time you saw that I, I sit I stand there sometimes and I look around and I go if players I've played with and friends back home realize where I'm stood training and where I am they'd be they'd, they'd blow their mind mm. because I don't think people get the concept of you know you got the MCG towers over everything and all the backdrop of the city and yep. I just think I actually said to myself on Monday I said before I leave here I'm just going to take a video and walk around Amy Park so I can show people back home where I was and the environment I was in and show them how how blessed I was because you probably all take it for granted that it's just there. But for somebody in England, we, we train on literally just four acres of farmland in England. Yep. There's nothing around you whatsoever. But here it's like you've got people walking their dog right next to you and, and they can stand and watch. And It's amazing it's that, that because... You're saying that and like we, we and I know for 10 years playing that we go oh, in England or they have these amazing pictures in the countryside and there's 20 acres or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. you're saying how good is it that we've got the stadiums all That's around here. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, you're right. We don't appreciate it. Yeah. And then the flip side, like we kind of envy you guys going, oh, they've got, yeah, 10 pitches to train on and all that. Like oh, it's that, just such yeah. a difference. Don't get me wrong. That, that side of it, you're, you're all private and, you know, you're not, all cutting up one pitch at the same time yeah. and you can swap from you know three or four pitches and every single pitch is pristine and i i do appreciate that i just think your backdrop is yeah the backdrop is yeah. one of the best things i've ever seen yeah. were you training in the middle of melbourne city yeah. 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 yeah which is amazing yeah pretty rare in the world yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a train in a major city oh well, again mate thank you so much for coming on it's been awesome Absolute pleasure great thank to you meet you much. and thanks for bringing the jersey in for doug <laughs> yeah, thank no you <laughs>
All right, so thanks, guys, for listening to that. Thank you. A big thank you, actually, to Melbourne Victory for setting this all up. Uh, yeah. I want to give a shout-out to Jeremy. I don't know who you spoke yeah, Angie to. Angie Young and Jeremy, Angie Young both, and Jeremy. both killed yep. it uh, setting that up for us. Doug, yep. uh, thank you, Doug, again for yes. coming on. What a legend. Um, we love him. He's a regular now. I'm going to call him a regular. He is a re- he's our only regular. Because yep. <laughs> he wants uh, to come on again. Thanks to Ryan uh, as well for, for coming on. It was great. Uh, we, maybe get him on again as well as a regular because yep. there's a lot more to talk about that we didn't get to touch on. Um, yep. Get him to one of your games as well. Yep. Thank you to Colonial for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, Ryan just walked out with a a slab of pale ale um, and he's very excited. He was very happy with that, wasn't he? He's so happy with beers. He owns a pub back home. Yes, Um, called the Black Lion. had a chat about it. Yep. Um, And uh, we forgot to mention that to him, which he could have spooked it up. And we could have got some Colonial in the pub. Should have got some Colonial in the pub over in the UK. That would have been cool for him. Um, well, thanks for, again, Colonial, for sponsoring the pod as always. Um, and thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. The YouTube channel is going off, David. Yes. So we many love people that. are viewing it. Everyone yeah. loves to watch it. They do love watching it. It's good. But also, uh, podcast, if you're listening, then great. Make sure you subscribe. And if you could give us a review on Apple, it really helps us grow the pod. Um, and if you follow us on Spotify, um, it also really helps a lot. And tell your friends, let them know. Uh, yes. If you like spread it, spread the word. Spread the word. We want to keep this growing. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next time. You, you stole mine. <laughs> <laughs>